sell no, all this. Like I'm just like wondering, <laughs> like where the hell all this crap is. Well, since I don't live there anymore, if you find it, I'll split the proceeds with you. Wow, <laughs> look at that. Okay, I was going to ask that question. Like, if we do find this stuff and sell it, it's got to be Gunner's money. What about in your in your room? Don't you have all those video games? Yeah, those I do have, but they're—I mean, most of them probably aren't wrapped. Uh, those are probably just—you know—you could, you could go to GameStop and sell them for twenty-five cents each. You could. Well, there you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> every every little bit counts. Yeah, I think so. Every little bit counts, Gun. It does. But yeah. we need cloud storage. That's what I need. That's what the video games are kept now. Just kept in the cloud. Just everything's in the cloud. Everything's in the cloud. Everything's in the cloud. All right, yeah. Gunner, we'll let yeah. you get back to uh, your life. We'll stop bugging you with this stuff. And <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's great uh, great hearing your voice. Well, here's the other thing. Whatever you do for Casper, just remember, keep it all and keep it, keep it you know, in, in a good area where it doesn't, you know, get uh, beat up too much. And then maybe, you know, 20 years from now, you'll be able to sell it. Keep it all. I mean, we're we're bursting from the seams already. Right? Can I keep it in the basement in your house? No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, you have your own basement. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gunner. Take care, man. We'll talk to you soon. I see Gunner. Yeah, yeah, so they're they're out there. I feel like these Pokemon cards are out I, I feel like they are too, man. I remember. Like, I didn't throw any of that stuff out. And he's got all these old baseball cards and stuff like that. I didn't throw any of that stuff out. <laughs> I know what you're doing this afternoon. Rifling through crap. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Wow, a wild Jerry Recco Pokemon. Roar! He looks angry. I better catch him. Pokemon attack! We got you! Ah! Uh oh, I think that just made him more angry. Ah! Oh no, the wild Jerry got away. Roar! Was I here when you guys first did that? No. There's no way. I guess I'd never no, heard that. No. that was, yeah, that was a while ago. Boomer and Geo coming to you live from the Bill Ford Tops studio. <laughs> oh, man, that was funny. <laughs> Jerry. Pokemon Jerry running around all ticked off. Um, all right. So there's uh, I, lo I actually love in this. I don't want any issues to happen with our staff and their personal lives. But anytime that Al's responsibility ratchets up, I sit back and I watch in amazement and joy because you know, he has chosen to live his life a certain way. And that that's for him. It's great. And those who, of us who have children and, and everything else sometimes look at Al and, and become jealous of the fact that he doesn't have any sort of that stress, you know, so like there's there's good things and bad things about it. And when something happens in his life where he has to deal with it like a parent would have to deal with something, it could be my favorite thing in the world, really. And and what's going on right now with him is is poor whimsy girl. And I feel bad like I she's going to be OK. I know she's going to be OK, but she injured her neck. Unfortunately, the week that we were in Arizona when she was at the boarding, dog boarding place. Oh, wow. Well, sue them. <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, but they gave her some medication. It didn't work out. So now she had to go in for a doggy MRI that, that we talked about last week. So that is indeed now, Al, happening. Like She had to stay overnight and she's getting the doggy MRI. Yeah, I took her to the dog emergency room yesterday. They told me to take her there. 
and they had to keep her. And I'm actually waiting uh, for word on the, how the MRI MRI turned out. Oh, like so how her. do you know what? The, how do you know there's something wrong with her neck? What are the symptoms? Because she, uh, like, when she would try to get out of her bed, she screams like uh, as if you were trying to murder someone. Really, like yeah. a human scream? Yeah, like a scream. Like you try really? to imi- try to imitate it. That comes out of whimsy? Yeah. At two in the morning, too, like if she tries to move her neck. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be right on a pinched nerve or something. Something. Yeah. Yeah, so they got to do a dog MRI to figure out what it is because the the medication they gave her should have given her some sort of pain relief. And And it did not. It it has not. Uh, You know, you're starting to look like her, by the way. (laughs) Yeah, so this is... uh, yeah, so yeah, I got to get the doggy MRI, and I'm sure there'll be some sort of surgery coming down the pipe. Yeah, that's exactly what I was about to right? say. That's exactly what I was is about it, to say. I'm like, can you like rub the side of the neck? Yeah, you know, what's funny is like I could t- touch, uh, you know, squeeze, touch everywhere. Nothing elicits the response. Right. Hmm. Wow. But, but two different doctors checked her out two different times and said when they bend her neck down, she screams. Oh, okay. She's, so she's not just messing with you then? No, she's not just messing with me. Right. That would be something if she like learned how to do that. She has like a slip disc or something. Right, that's what I I think most, that is the most likely cause. Does that happen with greyhounds? Yeah, I guess any dogs, but since they have those elongated necks, they probably got more discs in there. Yeah. So I'll put together like three long Instagram stories about it and everything and a little picture of Whimsy and giving us the whole yep. thing and the pet insurance and everything else. So he's like, you know. I do have pet insurance, which is good. He's a he's a little dog daddy situation right now. He's, yes, he's doing right knee deep in it. I am, yeah. Waiting, waiting. Word like a. Are you doing a post game podcast today? Oh yes, you are. Okay. Oh yeah. yeah. So the the boarding place. Did you talk to them? Like, did you it, see anything? It actually wasn't a boarding place. Okay. I, uh, there's a woman who uh, watches greyhounds in particular. Oh, okay. And I think probably what happened was the. You know, Whimsy's not really around other dogs because she's locked up with me. <laughs> so she's probably having herself a, a good time playing with another dog and just yeah, sprained her neck. Got that neck in a tough spot. And now she's screaming. <laughs> it is crazy, the screams. Wow. I've ne- I mean, I've heard like a yelp from a dog. I yeah. But this is like... Does, uh- you know, has your emotion changed around it? Like when you hear that scream, do you feel sorry for her? Yeah, I feel like that. Yeah. this dog's looking at me like you're supposed to be... You know, protecting me from screaming and hurting. And what are we doing here? Yeah. That's why I, I, I felt like I had to bring her. And I was just thinking about his deductible. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doing yeah. the emergency vet last night when they slid the bill. To- <laughs> <laughs> she really sounds that way. I it can't worse, actually, that. worse than that. That actually sounds somewhat comical. But wow. Yeah, it's it's like bloody murder. Wow, I never have you ever had a dog that no. screamed like a human like that? No, I know goats scream like humans. Yeah. I never knew dogs did. They say these greyhounds, they the, in the greyhound community of which I'm now a part of, <laughs> they call that the greyhound scream of death. Like they will scream, even uh, you know, if you step on their toe, they'll give you that. Like they they're over above and beyond. So, <laughs> but yeah, I could see she and she's like walking like with her head sort of turned a certain way yeah i wonder if she's like working on that and then all of a sudden she starts talking you know she's like wah, wah, let me go way home give me to somebody else <laughs> wow uh can you like youtube the greyhound 
Oh, let me scream see. of death and see if I could hear that. I'd, I'd love to hear what this actually sounds that like. Is, that is amazing. I've, I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, that, the second I heard, I mean, not that I was planning on getting a greyhound, but I, I, I don't know if I could deal with that. With my next dog screaming like a human. I mean, I've already got, you know, multiple women in my house. And then the screaming dog like that. Oof, ah. I mean, no way. By the way, there's something wild looks that up. It, poor Dave and Patchogue here. I think he's been on hold for a very long time and we haven't gotten to him. Does it say how long on the call screener that he's been on hold? I can't see here. Well, it actually resets every hour. So right now I only have 20 minutes, but it could oh. have been two hours and 20 minutes or an hour and 20 minutes. Wow. I think it might have been two hours and 20 minutes. I think. He's, you think he's, he's still, still there? Asleep. You think he's still there? You think he's just listening to the show and got us on a hold on our speaker? All right, so as we wait for the Greyhound scream of death, I'm going to go to Dave and Patrick. Dave, are you there? Hey, guys. I'm hey, here. man. We hung on for a long time there. I figured you'd, you'd have something else to do. Good thing I have unlimited minutes. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that, Dave. It's just the, the way the show went, but we appreciate you being so loyal and hanging in there. So, so what do you got for us? Nah, it's all good. Listen, uh, getting back to the pitch clock. Yeah. Um, strikeout. Throw down to third base. Are we still doing that? I haven't caught, you know, I didn't catch any of the games. I don't know if the pitch clock starts or what the deal is there. No, it's when, it's when the pitcher gets the ball back. So, okay, so, the, in, so then when he's, when the pitcher is on the mound and gets the ball back is when it starts. So I guess if he is off the mound once he gets back onto the rubber i would imagine that it starts so let's say right that that's the way it would have to i would work. think i i the way i the way i saw it the other day was when he was facing a batter the moment the catcher threw the ball back to the pitcher and the pitcher caught it that's when the pitch clock started uh, i didn't I, I wasn't even thinking twice about you know the around the horn kind of thing yeah yeah, yeah. And, you know, after uh, you know a strikeout, throw it down to third. I think there's a timing where the batter has got to get into the batter's box and the pitcher's got to be ready to go. But I'm, I'm I'm assuming that starts when the pitcher gets the ball back. All right, sounds good. Hey. I mean, it looks like it's working. I, I checked out the box score for that Braves Yanks game. It was uh, two hours and sixteen minutes. Oh, it's, it's quick. Dream, hey, get ready for it, man. It's going to be quick. <laughs> it's a dream I can tell you. come true. Yes. I mean, if two hours and sixteen minutes. Do you remember all that stuff that Derek Jeter used to do? Yeah, step cool. out of the box after every freaking pitch. Well, no more Garcia Parra was horrible too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, let's let's click our, uh, you know, let's click our cleats. Let's fix our gloves. Let's do all this other stuff. Let's dig our heel in. No more of that. Yeah, I thought Garcia Parra was actually worse than Jeter. I mean, I'm just saying Jeter, just simply because yeah. we all know it because we watched it for years. Yep. Sir. Yep. No, I know. So yeah, that's those days are over. Are the guys that had the big arm things? They, they, yeah, they still that, do, they yeah. Tighten it up and all that other crap. That crap's not happening anymore. No. Uh, Greyhound Scream of Death, did you find a good one? Did you find any of them? I found it's not a great one, but is is gives this will give you some idea. Just this 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 is a uh, Italian Greyhound, so my Greyhound is clearly larger, so it's it's louder than. So this, this has a different accent. So this is right? a different accent. Yeah. So exactly. <laughs> Wow. I, what is making that Italian Greyhound scream? Uh, this dog just is screaming at something out the window. Oh. Not That's at pain. Its bark? That's it's just, I guess scream. it's excited, but yeah, and then like her neck was a like shimmer while she was doing it, while she was trying to get it off the floor. <laughs> there it is. 
I'm so glad I asked you to do that. And then she would just get, go walk into the middle of the room and put her head down and just freeze there. Ah, oh, it's so sad. Hopefully it can work this thing out. So what do you think this MRI is going to come back with? A slip disc of some sort. That then, would... then, like, it gets, these dog people get so involved. People on, you know, of course I had to put this on the Greyhound, the Greyhound Friends of New Jersey Facebook page to see what was going on. People are like, you got to get go to a dog chiropractor. You should try dog acupuncture. Well, uh, come on. <laughs> well, he'll be taking her to dog acupuncture when they say that that surgery is $18,000 and the yeah. insurance is only going to cover six of it. So that is all of a sudden, right. dog practice sounds pretty good. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't give her, like, for real, like a, 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 a long neck brace. <laughs> <laughs> Would have kept her neck in place. You know what I mean? <laughs> they may. I mean, they they may after that. That would be. <gasps> oh God! It's like some insurance person following her around and make sure that she's actually got. <laughs> uh, you love a neck brace. You're one oh of yeah, <laughs> love a neck. If someone walks into a place with a neck brace on, I immediately think they're faking something. <laughs> Probably all because of Andy Kaufman, right? Yes. <laughs> right, Andy Kaufman ruined neck braces for me. <laughs> Coming you live for the Bill Ford Talk Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. Boomer Geo live Friday, April 7th at 8 p.m. at White Eagle Hall in Jersey City. It's an off-air, on-stage, uncensored version of the show, only for the people in the room. How do you get in the room? Well, tickets will be on sale, pre-sale, this Wednesday, March 1st at 8 a.m., General admission tickets, VIP tickets, all of that stuff available for you. And then the general on sale is Friday this week, March 3rd at 8 a.m. Portion of the proceeds will benefit the Boomer Esiason Foundation fighting cystic fibrosis. And all the details in one place at WFAN.com slash live. By, by the way, I, I'm not going. Oh, you're not going. Okay, I could go. You are going because it's in Jersey. That's the only reason you are going. Hey, by the way, I mean, you know, speaking of VIPs, did you guys invite the uh, the other shows around here? I did. No? Yes. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah, nice. Had a response? Uh, yeah, I got a response from everybody. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what? Uh, everybody busy that night? I'm sure. Well, uh, Evan actually did not give me a no. Okay. He said, "I'll let you know. I'll well, see what's be like going a net on." Game now or something or maybe. Maybe it could be a Met game that night. Could be that. That is that is true. It'll definitely was, be a Met. Yeah, one hundred percent will be. I actually think both the Mets and the Yankees are off on a Friday on a night. Friday night, night it April? is Good Friday, although I don't know if that has anything to do with it. Wow, that's bizarre. When was okay. the last time that they were off on a Friday? You know, there there might have been a weekend this past season that happened too. He is Eddie's right. There is no Met or Yankee game on April seventh. Wow, how about that? Bizarre. Then we get Aaron Judge and Pete Alonso to roll up. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that is true. That opens up a hole. Whoever is well, one of them, I'm sure, is going to be on the road. Yeah. yeah. But uh, all right. Yeah. So Evan said he wasn't sure. He'd let me know. Craig said thanks. Can't make it. And then I just uh, read here that he uh, wanted five thousand dollars to show up. <laughs> Oh, Craig wanted five thousand dollars a show. Yeah, <laughs> okay. That's what he said on the air. All right. That I just I just saw that. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> he didn't send me that in the text message. Do we have to report Evan, that we're giving him five thousand dollars? <laughs> Evan will not be going. Nets magic at Barclays Center that night. Okay. Yeah. So he is. 
He's out. He'll be out. And then uh, I sent it to Hoffman and Tierney. I didn't have Tiki's number, so I said pass it along to Tiki. And BT's like going to be in Dallas with his in-laws or something because it's Easter weekend. So Evan's the only shot we have right at this point out of the uh, out of the daytime Sal? shows. Oh, yeah, but Sal, for sure, he'll, I invited him, I talked to him, we hung out yesterday, actually. We got lunch together, Sal and I. Oh, look at that. Yeah, and he, uh, like, getting him out of that house is very, very difficult, because the t- he doesn't have a lot of time when he's home, because he's working so much. He's never home. Right? So, when he is home, his wife wants him home, so it was like, it was a, it was an extraction yesterday. But he did it for a couple hours, so I give him, I give him credit. But yeah, he'll be, I'm sure he'll be there if he can, we talked about it, so... So, uh, yeah, and then uh, Keith, I got to text Keith. And, and some, uh, I think Keith and Evan are actually working together today. Is that, is that correct? I can believe it's Monday is the day that, yeah, Keith and Evan are working together. Monday. On, uh, for Carton and Roberts in the afternoon. Uh, okay, what do you have over there, Jerry? We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. We've got some baseball news that Pete Hoffman could not wait to tell me. We get it out there. <laughs> Al, you wonder what these guys do in the front offices? Here's one for you. Uh, former Astros GM James Click is back. He was hired by the Blue Jays as their director of baseball strategies. <laughs> Come on. I would hit and run in this situation. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, good for him. He's back. Yeah. Uh, Yankees will play tonight against the Tigers. Yesterday they took two from the Braves and Blue Jays as they split their squads. And the Mets doubled the Nationals. Today the Mets take on the Cardinals. Uh, had some fun, obviously, with this earlier. Keith Hernandez joins the list of people that forget this guy's name. Chaz Chisholm is going to uh, Chisholm is going to start in center field. Yeah, that was Saturday when they played the oh, Marlins. Uh, there's been a lot going on with these new rules. As we know, pitch clock has been one. You got the bigger bases as another, along with the pitch clock. You know, the batter's got to be in the batter's box. They also got to look at the pitcher. And there are some that are really excited about it, including one, Evan Roberts, who you did uh, mention a few minutes ago about his show with Keith coming up. God, I love the pitch clock. I'm thinking of getting a tattoo on my ass that says, I love the pitch clock. Hopefully they leave out the L. (laughs) Put an arrow. <laughs> Tattoo Lou do that? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, you didn't mean I owe the pitch clock, did you? No, 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 no. not that. Not that, Al. The other Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be coming up later. Him and uh, Keith on the fan. At uh, 2 o'clock, here was uh, Max Scherzer. I don't think he's planning on getting a tattoo on his ass, but uh, he does see the rules make a difference, and he, for one, fired up about it. Yeah, I mean, obvious, isn't it? I mean, the game's completely changed. <laughs> <laughs> David Peterson will pitch today for the Mets. Uh, Luis Severino is going to pitch tonight for the Yankees. Uh, Bill's free agent safety, Jordan Poyer, did a podcast. Why not? Everyone does a podcast these days, as we know. I think this is his own podcast. Uh, and he was, I don't know if he was taking questions online, but he was referencing where he could sign and did say this. You know, a lot of people ask me, oh, if it wasn't wasn't Buffalo, you know, where would you go? 
you know, I kind of ponder the question every once in a while. Would love to go to a state that doesn't take half of my money. He also said uh, climate, maybe, too. If it wasn't Buffalo, it'd be nice to be warm. Uh, it'd be nice to, to see the sun, maybe, uh, every every week or so. Uh, every every other week, at least. So you've got Bills fans probably a little nervous and some Dolphins fans kind of excited because he also talked glowingly about uh, Tua during that uh, podcast that he recorded. NBA Hawks beat the Nets 129-127. Game winner from Trey Young late. Shot clock off. Down to five seconds to go. Young into the front court. A tie game. To the left elbow. Pump fake. Shot. Goes down. It's good for Trey Young. At the buzzer. And Atlanta wins. <laughs> Yes, Chris Carino, the call on the fan. By two, they win 34 for Young, including that game winner. Here was Jacques Vaughn. That's what I'm looking for because I think that mentality, that care factor will eventually put us in a position where we're winning games. At the end of the day, that's what we want to do. Um, I do see some some problems being solved along the way, which is going to help us. I'm basically saying lost the game, but played well. Cam Johnson had 27 in the loss. Mikhail Bridges, 24, and Cam Thomas had 22. Atlanta, by the way, hiring Quinn Snyder as their new head coach. Blazers by the Rockets by the score of 131-114, but the result wasn't so much the story as what Damian Lillard did. James got his hands on his knees in the corner. Dame fighting through, gets tripped up, now gets the ball out of the wing, puts up a challenge three, and hits it. 69 for Damian Lillard. 126-109. And the question would be, could he get to 70? He did. He scored 71 on 22 of 38 shooting, hit 13 threes. He was perfect from the free throw line, going 14 of 14 as the Blazers won 131 to 114. Here was his head coach, Chauncey Billups. We don't get the chance to experience things like this a lot. I've been around the league a long, long time. And uh, 71 and how efficient he was. I mean, that is just incredible, man. A pretty good night for sure. Lakers uh, beat the Mavericks 111-108 after trailing by 27 in this game. Nuggets beat the Clippers in overtime. Another triple-double for Nikola Jokic, part of a 40-point effort. And the Bucks just win, win, win. 14 straight now. Beat the Suns 104-101. They do it without Giannis. Drew Holiday had 33. So you've got Milwaukee chasing Boston for that one seed in the East. I think they're a half game out now. The Celtics tonight, winners of seven of eight themselves take on the Knicks, who have won five in a row. Can you say big game? Big game. Big, big game. game tonight, baby. Sure is. Uh, Rutgers with a big win on the road at Penn State last night. They uh, win 59-56 in the game. They trailed by 19 in the second half. And Maryland beat uh, number 21 Northwestern 75-59, to as you said earlier, too. Congratulations to Hofstra over the weekend yeah. as they won their regular season uh, conference championship. Rangers-Kings last night. And the Blue Shirts with a victory. With Sam Rosen on MSG, one of two goals on the night for Vincent Chocek. Both of them come in the second period. Uh, New York beats LA 5-2. to two. Mika Zabinijad with a power play goal. That's 31 for him. Also along the way, some things that were not so great. Rangers number 79. He's been awarded match penalty for spitting. And that is Keandre Miller, who was ejected. Gerard Gallant. What'd you see? When'd you see it? Your thoughts? I didn't see nothing, honestly. I mean, obviously it happened. I'm not saying it didn't happen. Uh, the kid feels bad about it, and he said it was an accident. So, 
that's all. But I, I didn't see nothing. I couldn't see nothing. Uh, like I said, I'm not saying it happened or it didn't happen. I didn't see it. And I couldn't see it in the video. <laughs> so did you see it, Coach? I I'm, wasn't clear on that. <laughs> not yeah. saying it didn't happen, didn't right. see it, could have happened, it, might have happened. It, it. it did happen. The question is, was it inadvertent? Uh, and I'm sure he will have the conversation. I got to tell you, now that one, it looks like he's looking right at him. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. It's very strange. Anyhow, we'll see what the league decides to do. 26 saves for Igor Shosturkin. And the Islanders shut out the Jets on the road in Winnipeg. Aim free, and it's Cole Horvath. He's up ice. Parisi hustling, too. Horvath shorthanded into the zone. Scores! Horvath using Morris. He is a screen. It's a shorthanded goal. And that was Brendan Burke on MSG. Brock Nelson also scored number 27 for him. Isles shut the Jets out. Four zips. Semyon Varlamov with 23 saves for New York. And the Devils acquired Timo Meyer from the Sharks. 57 games this season. 52 points. 31 goals. 21 assists. A very complicated uh, trade with a lot of different. I'll tell you what, though. Both the Islanders involved. and the Rangers. Well, actually, all three. The Islanders, Rangers, and Devils have all made really good trades here. And uh, the question is, will Patrick Kane be announced after we're off the air today? Yeah, 10 a.m. Yeah, probably. 10 <laughs> And I, I do want to say a big shout-out to my buddy Brady Mulligan as his team, the Sports Care Kings, or the Bantam Champs. They won their championship uh, tournament this week. Okay. So I wanted to give Brady a shout-out and his teammates a shout-out that uh, his dad is uh, Brian Mulligan of the oh, Jets. Oh, all right. And so I got uh, play-by-play, and I got video, and I got everything else. So they had a great weekend. That is tremendous. Man. Memories for a lifetime. Yes. Now time for this really is the runner-up to taking the yell out. Uh, moment of the day brought to you by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos Tequila brought to you by those who drink it. <laughs> and there's this new deli around the corner with this great oatmeal that Boomer can't get enough of. Uh, they would not tell Gallo what they put in it, why it was so good. But Eddie had an idea as he let his fingers do the talking with the audio drop, of course. It's, it's a secret, secret recipe. Yeah, I, I think that they're using milk. Is what would be my first thought because uh, you know you don't I don't drink a lot of milk, main, mainly almond milk or oat milk in yeah. my coffee or yeah. you know, if I actually do put something in my coffee. But I haven't had a whole milk in, in quite some time. Sure, I would not doubt that there's some whole milk in this uh, this oatmeal that makes it so good. It's probably straight up cream. It's probably just heavy cream. Could be ten thousand grams of sugar yeah. dumped in there. That's not about that, but it does <laughs> taste good though. Okay, but it does. It, but it does taste good. <laughs> and I will, now, is this a new? Is this a new deli? <laughs> I don't know. You love that word. It's one of my favorites. Yes, yes. but it, which is the combination of that drop, and then you go. It does taste good. It was just <laughs> spectacular moment of the day. <laughs> Enjoy your Monday, guys. I don't know how you pivot from the. Splooge drop to, is it a new deli? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Born Geo on the fan in CBS Sports Network. You get on people from time to time, including me and all the crew here. You know, what we're wearing. You had CeeLo on Friday wearing this like sweatsuit thing. Looked very non-work-like, right? You know, people wearing shorts or sweatpants to work and stuff like that you don't like. Well, I've got something today that I think that you are really going to appreciate. All right. 
There is a man who is working on CBS Sports Radio this morning who came in wearing a suit because it was the first time that he was producing a show during the daytime here on CBS Sports Radio, and he wanted to show that he was taking the job seriously. Well, good for him. I appreciate that. Not like a bit or anything. Like he said, I want to dress up and, and, and take this seriously, be a producer. It's uh, our friend Carlos, who is, I believe, still in the Army and does you know some different things with the Army and then also works here, which is an interesting dichotomy, but he is... He's over there wearing a suit. So he's wearing a suit today. He's not didn't have like a meeting after the show or any of that stuff. He no. He came from up. what I what I can gather, he want he's just taking it seriously. See, wearing a suit. Yeah, be nice if a few other people around here would you know pick that up a little bit, show a little pride in the way that they dress. Where I don't want those guys in suits. I feel nervous. No, I know that they'd be horrible. They should be in suits, but you know. No, no, no. I mean, I, we could appreciate him wearing a suit. We don't need to take it to another level. No, I don't think our guys need to wear suits. I'm just saying, you know, just a little bit more presentable every now and again. Okay. That's all. All right. Just a little bit of an upgrade is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, look, look you got a polio. You know, polio. Uh, uh, You've got polio? No, <laughs> yeah. you have a polio pullover right now. Yeah, that's right. So I've, I've worn a, ho a hoodie pullover just like you have. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And they well, look good on TV. They do. And it's Team Boomer and it's the whole thing. Right. Yeah, of course, supporting. Uh, speaking of wearing stuff, this is going to be very interesting. So at uh, you know one of your big fundraising events, that's one of the biggest ones, you've got a different, I don't even think these guys know this yet. This is going to be great. Mm -hmm. So there's a different theme for dressing ourselves this year because it's, uh, the, it's a fiesta. Yeah, it's a booming fiesta. It's a booming fiesta. So I can't wait because I've got a whole idea what I'm wearing. I'm going cowboy boots. I'm doing everything. I cannot wait for this. But I'm curious to see how the rest of us show up at this thing. Now, it's supposed to be, well, that's the best way you can explain how you'd like people to dress for this. Well, think of, think of uh, the CMAs. Okay. like Yeah, that kind of thing. Like, oh, cowboy boots and bolets, uh, you know, and... Ladies can wear ties. Bolo ties, I should say. Yeah, uh, you know the the women can wear you know cowboy boots and a nice beautiful sundress, that kind of thing. It doesn't have to be so over the top. Black tie, black tie type of thing. Yeah, yeah. So like, can I wear a cowboy hat? Yeah, absolutely. That would be encouraged. Man, yes. oh man, oh man. I know exactly the look I'm going for. I want to see you bring it. Oh, I'm gonna bring. Eddie, will you participate in this? I would like to. Yeah, you would. You'd actually get dressed up as a as a cowboy, cowboy scos. Yeah, why not? Why, why not? not? Well, why not? Because I've never seen you in anything but a t shirt tucked into your pants, unless it was a wake. No, no, he shows up. Yeah, shows up at Gunner's wedding. He looked great at Gunner's wedding, yeah. and you have the past boomings. He's looked great at that too. All right. Oh, this is what I want to see. Yes, I may ride a horse right to this place, right into the building. I know where you can get one. <laughs> so do I. Yes. We got a couple of friends. Yes. Uh, so yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, Al, are you into this? So dressing yeah, like that. I like the idea of the bolo tie. Yeah, yeah. So I I get into that. I don't know what else. What I would. What other part of the outfit would be cowboy like for a man? I don't know. Well, the cowboy boots. boots. Okay. Cowboy boots, man. You know, just just look up the CMAs and look what those guys are wearing. You're now, cowboys fine. wear jeans. Yeah, can I wear Wranglers? You can wear some black jeans if you'd like. Yeah, it have to be black. Oh, yeah. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. All right. Black jeans it is. Yeah. Bow tie, See, that's cowboy was, boots. That's what I was that's thinking. What I'm saying. So I got to come up with different. If everybody's wearing black jeans, I got to do something different then. 
What about the, what do they call those things? Chaps? Kind of, yeah, kind of rolling there with yeah, some yeah. chaps on yeah, asses. I don't chaps. want to do that. that, that you know, that's what you wear over your pants when you're riding a horse. <laughs> did you say assless he chaps? Did. He did say that. What about some assless chaps? Yeah, assless chaps would be great. Love to see your hairy ass hanging out. No, I mean, but I would have the pants on as well, I guess. Yeah, right? I guess you would, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine just walking around with my ass cheeks out and chaps. <laughs> booming fiesta. Yeah, we call this a fiesta. Let's go, baby. Come on. Where are the appetizers? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be tremendous. It will be. I can't wait. You know, now that I've dropped some weight, like I actually get excited about putting clothes on again. So this is going to be, I'm going to go. As opposed to taking clothes off. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're getting another size up. Definitely need a double XL for this one. Uh, so that will be uh, that will be absolutely tremendous. We're going to honor our buddy uh, Leo. Yeah, it's going to be good. That's, be that, that's his big thing with the, uh, with the Fiesta and, and everything else. Uh, all right. So, tonight, I don't want to go must-win Monday with the Knicks. I don't want to go that far because it's regular season basketball, and they're going to pass the Nets no matter what. And I said it's going to be, you know, 4-5 is going to be the place where I want them to be anyway, and they're right there. But this, this would really impress me, this victory. They have had struggles at home. It's gotten a little bit better, but for the majority of the season, had some struggles at home. They've got the Celtics at home. They're the best team in the East. You're playing great. They always seem to play the Celtics tough. Yeah. Right? That's I kind of feel that way. And now they are totally healthy. They are. And that that's another critical thing. So if you want to show the fan base that you can hang with the best of the best to give us a little more hope. Well, they did this against Philadelphia before the break. True. But this is even more so. Yeah, and, and and again, I do think, you know, when it, when it all comes down to it, these teams in the fourth quarter, who's got the ball in their hands and who's making the shots? And because Julius Serving, uh, Julius Serving, Julius Randle doesn't have to be that guy that does everything where they throw the ball to him and then they just watch him bounce it, bounce it, bounce it, and then take like a four shot and unfortunately he can't make it. They don't have to worry about that because... There's a guy by the name of Jalen Brunson that just creates so much space and opportunity for everybody, and including himself. I mean, and this is why, you know, for years and 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 years that I can remember being here, we've been screaming about a point guard for I don't know how long. And, you know, this is the best point guard we've had probably since Mark Jackson. And when we were good, and we actually had two point guards, one was, you know, Earl the Pearl, and the other one was Walt Frazier. And now we finally got a guy that can control the game. And he's not afraid to take the big shot. He'll hit the big shot every now and again. He's not afraid to, you know, to, to get it to the open guy so that open guy can take the big shot. He's just, we knew that he was good. The way that they were making him sound this offseason, he has lived up to that lofty standard that we have been looking for as a Nick franchise. I don't care what anybody says. He is the all-star on the team. He's the leader of the team. And bringing his buddy in was brilliant because it now, it, these are all Thibodeau-type players now. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, Josh Hart 100% is. You know, it really, if, if R.J. Barrett had, had turned into a star and there's there's still time for him to He's grow. He's 22 but, years old. Yeah, I know, but we've seen a lot of basketball from him. Question. And I mean, it's, it's, it has been, you know, incremental increases. 22 years old. you got to give him a chance. He's got we've his given contract. Him a chance. We've given him a Look, chance. I, you know what? And he played great the other night. Well, he's a very good player. I'm saying, I'm talking about if he had turned into a star or was a star right now. I mean, this, this team could, could win the Eastern Conference. I wish his shooting was better. There's no question about it that his shooting is not 
you know, but the one thing he is, he, he is not a pain in the ass player. Like he'll do whatever the coach asks him. You remember last year he was all pr- he was proud of his defense. Yeah. And he wanted to play defense and he wanted to play the other team's best guy. I think he's a great I think I'm I'm not saying he's a great basketball player. I think he's a great teammate. I think he is exactly the kind of guy that you need to win with in the NBA. Now I know you need stars, I know that too. And I do believe that Jalen Brunson is a star. I don't care what anybody says. If you watch these games and watch the impact that he has had Man, this is like one of the best thing the Knicks have done in a long time. And then to bring Josh in with him, and hopefully they'll give Josh an extension, and you know let these guys play the next five years here. Who knows what happens? Who knows if quickly continues to grow? If R.J. Barrett continues to grow, then they go out and they grab somebody else, or maybe there's another free agent that shakes shakes loose. I look, they're not going to get Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum or Giannis or Joel Embiid. They're just they don't no. have those guys. Yeah. Well, I mean. To me, they are a superstar player away from being one of the best teams in basketball. And that superstar player could have been Donovan Mitchell. It didn't happen in the offseason. That superstar player could have been R.J. Barrett. Still, maybe you can't shut the door on it. But, you know, he's the, the number three overall pick in the draft. If, if, he was, if he was a top 15 player in basketball, this yep. team would be... Think about where they'd be. You know, we have three number one draft or first round draft choices that play in the same line for the Rangers. And it's taken them a while to get where they finally are. And they're still not there. They still have so much more growth to go, just like R.J. Barrett and Emmanuel Quickly. I would even say Mitchell Robinson, to some extent, still has more room to grow. But I'm, I, all I know is that I like... When you draft your own kids and you develop them and then they become something for your team. And I don't want to give up on any of these guys. Yeah, I'm not. Well, listen, I have not said give up on them. I haven't said give up on them. I haven't said that I don't love having homegrown guys. I just, it is glaring that if he had turned into a top 15, top 20 player in the NBA, this team could be capable of anything. I'm, I'm just saying he's 22 years old. I believe he's 22. Yeah. He's 22 years old. You can't even, he doesn't even know what he doesn't know yet. He's still learning. And when you have, when he has games like he had the other night, you're like, okay, you know, there, there's the guy that we're talking about. The thing that, that has hurt him this year is his, has been his three point shooting and his outside shooting. When he wants to go to the rim, he can go to the rim against anybody. Sure. But that, he, he will go and he will make really difficult shots. But that, but that was him in college, and that's what everybody said when he came into the NBA, that, man, if he really gets better at shooting, then this guy's going to be yeah, lethal. Well, he's, he's, got, he's got to work on it. He's got to continue he's been to work on it. on it. It hasn't gotten that much better, and he struggles from the free throw line at times, too. So, I mean, I he's a kid. I'm, I'm just, all I'm saying is that he is a young kid, and we got to give these kids chances. That's why it's so are, frustrating. Because you know what? They are. Like right now, I I don't believe, uh, and they they can't say this. I'll say it, but we're not going to win a championship. But you know what? They're they're making it fun to watch basketball again. They are like tonight. I'm into it. There's not. I don't want to see Julius Randle banging the ball around like this, standing there and taking some fall away jump shot within 20 seconds of the game being over, and it clanking around, and then they foul, and then the other team comes back and hits his free throws, and it's over. Don't even start. We're getting away from that because Jalen Brunson is the guy that's controlling the whole thing. And he's such a, man, the guy is an unbelievable professional. I mean, I would say Spencer Dinwiddie is that for the Nets, but, you know, of course, the Nets just came through this three-and-a-half-year debacle 
Yeah. Where they had greatness, and that greatness never came together to be great as one. It's amazing. Like once Now that these guys are gone, like I just, I barely think about them. I barely think about Durant and Irving. They're just not even on, I don't even know what, like I know that the Mavs blew that huge lead. No, Durant hasn't played yet, like but it's just care. like, just add it. Just get, I don't, I'm so tired of those two. Like they, they make you hate sports sometimes. Those are the type of guys that turn sports fans off. But Jalen Brunson is the type of guy that turns sports fans on. Yeah, exactly. Yep, you're right. You're right. So I can say the same thing about Spencer Dinwiddie, too. Yeah, but Spencer, Spencer Dinwiddie. Brid- Bridges, same way. Josh Hart, the same way. Those are guys. Well, these Mikhail are all guys. Bridges has a real superstar ceiling. He, but I'm he just really saying, we, does, these yeah. are all guys you could root for, is what I'm saying. There's yeah. no drama around no. these guys. At least, at least I haven't seen any. No. No, I mean. Stupid no. drama. You know, that stupid drama that those guys think makes the NBA more exciting and, and more popular? No. It's not doing that. It's 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 well, making people do that, but right. maybe these kids now around here, these guys around here now, like an R.J. Barrett, who's easy to root for.